0: Welcome to Tough Questions, where we address the most challenging issues of a real and a relative Christian faith. If you're joining us on Facebook Live, or our YouTube channel, Instagram, or maybe the Tough Questions podcast, again, I want to say thanks for dialing in. Now let's get into our subject for this episode. We started a few weeks ago a new series, and the series is titled Rethink. And the idea behind it is that we would rethink the important things in our life. Now, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, the simple things like, do I want to buy a Chevy or buy, I want to buy a Ford? Do I want chocolate or vanilla? Or you know, do I? You know, the 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 thing about rethinking our life is the important things, the things that are lasting, the things that are memorable, the things that. Uh, that have to do with our eternal destiny. Those are the things that, you know, the older I get, the more I realize I need to make sure that I'm thinking through the important things in life. And you know, I'm sure if you're, you know, uh, with me in, in age, about the same age, you realize that things change. You know, your priorities and, and the things that were important to you many, many years ago seem to have vanished, and now there's new things, uh, new priorities in our life. Well, I want to talk today about rethinking our godly character. Our character is the thing that uh, it's what we do when no one's looking. You know, it's it's who we are, the things that are important to us. Uh, our character is the thing that, that makes us the individual that uh, that we are, and it's again, it's something related to what we do when no one's looking. It's how we see people and how we view situations, uh, as well as what we do when people are looking. You know, our character is this person, and all of the things that we believe in are kind of culminated together. Well, in the world today, there's a lot of talk about racism, of course. And racism, I think, is one of the biggest hindrances to a growing a godly character. And, and that's, the, that's the goal here. That's the key, is that our character would continue to grow as a Christian so that we might become more and more and more of the image of who Christ is, of the image of Christ that we read about in Scripture you know, we want as Christians growing in our faith with God, we want to continue to let God mold us into the person or the people that he wants us to be. Now, racism, of course, like I said, is one of those things that has been around for eons. It's, I mean, it goes all the way back. And racism is something that uh, affects our character today. Uh, but it also was something that Jesus uh, had to fight against. I mean, he spent a lot of time back in his ministry days, you know, 2,000 years ago, dealing with this idea of systemic racism and how people viewed each other. Now, now racism in his day, um, it was all over the place. There was racism between the Jews. And there were various levels of Judaism, and you know different sects, and they were you know one was better than the other, and you know one looked down upon the other one, and it was all over the place, and there was racism that existed between the Jewish nation and the Gentiles, and between the Gentiles and the Jews, and then the Romans, you know, and and then the Greeks, and and you there was a tremendous amount of this this adversarial. You know, looking at other people and saying, you know, well, we're better than you are and I don't want to associate with you and, you know, it's just it, it just wasn't good at all. So this idea of racism, systemic racism, is not something new. It's been around, it's been part of the human problem uh, since uh, day one. I'm going to give you a couple examples of some people. Uh, one of them is uh, James and John. Remember those disciples, James and John? Uh, They were, uh, without a doubt, racist. Uh, And let me kind of uh, tell you what the story was here. You know, James and John, uh, they grew up uh, fishermen, and they were, you know, hardcore and everything. Uh, But they were also kind of hot-headed, they were opinionated, they were kind of in-your-face People. And Jesus came up with this nickname for him that I think was kind of a way, it, it was his way of mocking them a little bit and letting them know that, you know, you're not all that you think you are and, you know, you're not any better than the people that you're looking down upon. Jesus called James and John the sons of thunder because they were so loud and so opinionated and, you know, in in your face. There was another... Um, incident in the Bible where Jesus is traveling with the disciples and they're traveling along and they're headed towards Samaria. Now, once again, uh, Samaria, the Samaritans were hated people. Uh, The racism was, was, was very, very powerful there. And the Jews and the Greeks and they all hated, you know, the Samaritans when the Jews were traveling from one area to another They would actually go around Samaria rather than taking a more direct route right through. That way they didn't have to engage these people and they didn't have to relate to these people or even see them. They were hated because of who they were. So anyway, Jesus and the disciples, they're traveling right towards Samaria. That's where they're heading. It's going to Samaria. And they go to this village. And when they get there, they're rejected they tell jesus and they tell the disciples we we don't really want you here. We don't want your kind here. You know, I don't really we don't really want to listen to what you have to say. So they're kind of kicked out of this village in samaria. And once they're out, the disciples turn to jesus and they say, "Well, since they, you know, refused us, should we call down fire from heaven and burn them up?" You know, and I find that really interesting. I mean, their hatred for these Samaritans and their indifference toward people was, was so strong that just because they didn't want them in their village, didn't want to listen to them, the disciples are ready to nuke them. I mean, they're ready to just take them all out. So racism was something that was a tremendous issue back in those days, the days of Jesus and his ministry. Our character, though, can be affected by racism, but our, our character can also be changed. I want you to realize that the disciples spent three and a half years with Jesus. Now, they started off as being opinionated, and they were racist in many ways, and, and they hated certain people, and but yet at the end of their time with Jesus, at the end of this three and a half years of ministry with Jesus, these 12 disciples were ready to die for Jesus. They were ready to die for the, for the message that Jesus was, was bringing to people like the Samaritans about the love of God and the provision of God and how God was, was here to redeem, you know, his people. And, and God had an open place at the table of grace for everybody. And, you know, during that three and a half years, some tremendous changes took place. Now, I also want you to see there's a couple of other situations. Let's talk about one where where Jesus goes into Samaria and he sees this woman at a well. Well, again, most of the Jews went around Samaria because they didn't want to deal with these people. But Jesus goes to Samaria and he encounters this woman at the well. And he engages her because he cares about this woman. And he wants her to hear the message that he is bringing about God's love for people, about the Messiah coming into the world. Now what ended up happening in that particular case was after Jesus spent time with her, she goes back to her village and she tells everybody what what took place and that she had met uh, the Messiah and He came here to Samaria, and they're all astonished. And and one thing leads to another, and there's a revival in that particular area uh, that lasted several different days, several days. So Jesus did whatever it took in order to bring the message of salvation and hope to people, regardless of who the people were, as well as regardless of how the disciples or anybody else, the religious leaders or anybody else, how they felt. But it didn't really make any difference. Jesus was going to exemplify godly character, you know, regardless. And that's exactly what he did. He did that in Samaria with this particular woman who was tremendously lost. She knew the scripture. She knew that a Messiah was coming, but she didn't feel worthy. And Jesus wanted to encounter this woman to let her know, oh, yes, you are Nobody is particularly worthy, but you are included in that table at the at the family of God, in the kingdom of heaven. There was also another instance where um, this servant of uh, a particular man, a Roman centurion, was very ill, and the Roman centurion comes to Jesus, and he says, "My servant is." very ill. She's dying. And the doctors have tried everything. And can you heal her? Can you care for her? Now, again, I want you to see the dynamics here. Here's Jesus, who is a Jew, uh, being approached by a Roman who was hated. I mean, the Romans, you know, they taxed the people severely. Uh, they, they invaded their land. They ruled over the Jewish nation and told them what to do. So here's these two groups of people that, were, that hated each other. This racism was unbelievable there. And this man humbles himself to the point and comes to Jesus and asks Jesus for help. And then to the surprise of the disciples and the religious leaders that were there, Jesus accepts this man's plea for help. And the man says I don't deserve you coming into my home but simply say the word and my servant shall be healed. So what does Jesus do? He heals the servant. Again, there's no barriers. There's there's no, you know, systemic racism overload there where I'm not going to do anything for you or or they're not worth it or she's not worth it. None of that. It's a beautiful thing that Jesus came And he exemplifies this wonderful character of God, showing how dearly loved each and every person, regardless of race, regardless of status in life or any other thing, how much God loves each individual and how far God has gone to provide a way home for each and every person. That's the key. That's the key to the whole thing. Is the people that you and I look at that maybe we don't care for, or maybe we don't like, or maybe we don't have anything in common with, or maybe we just feel like we're just better than them in some way or shape? God says, no. Look at the, look at the ministry of my son. You know, he came here to save all people, and he offers that salvation. He offers himself to all people regardless of their background or ethnicity or anything else. And then he teaches that to the disciples. Again, I go back to the fact that they spent three and a half years, three and a half years walking with Jesus, misunderstanding, blowing the whole thing. I mean, they they were just the ultimate boxes of rocks. They didn't get it. But during that three years, they experienced enough that at the end of Jesus's ministry, when he left and ascended into heaven, they, at that point, were prepared to go out into the world, the known world back then, and to share the good news of Christ and the, and the message of salvation with all other people, regardless of their race, regardless of their beliefs, regardless of their status. and It made no difference. So I look at that. And yes, I've had the same type of issues in my life that everybody does. Sometimes we judge people. And I know that's not right. But the beautiful part is, is that our experience with God, he's constantly leading us to a growing and a developing character like the one that Jesus demonstrated while he was here. That's my thought for you this week. So again, Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. Thanks. And God bless. Tough Questions is a teaching ministry of the Rosebush United Methodist Church. Join us on podcast at toughquestions.buzzsprout.com or you can go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and just search for Tough Questions Joseph Bevan. If you'd like to join us live, you can do that on Facebook Live Sunday mornings at 11:30. Or if you want to check out our video archives, go to our YouTube channel at Rosebush United Methodist Church and just search as one word, and you'll find us. Thanks, and God bless.